Fallen Angels 2. Sie sind die Besten der Besten, die absolute Elite. Bereit, alles zu riskieren, um ihren Auftrag zu erfüllen. Power Window, Mann! Oh, Power Window! Yeah! Manpower! When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. money you don't even know it <laughs> greetings and salutations from the land of the asian action cast i will be your tour guide through the lands of itch and owls hello it's um and tonight joining me christian hello hello rachel hi sam scott ahoy there and mikey hey <laughs> Yes, join us. Join us this evening for a tour down Amnesia Lane as we walk through <laughs> the uh, the heady fields of 1980s Hong Kong action cinema. Iron Angels 2, 1988. Also known as Fighting Madam 2, also known as Angel Action 2, also known as Midnight Angel 2. That's crazy. That's too many names. And considering none of that movie was shot at night, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Also, oh. I'm going to butcher this, but Chan Shi Jing Dong Tu, Huo Feng Kuang Long is the uh, Chinese title there. What does that translate to, Rachel? <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, a boogity boogity boogity. <laughs> a boogity boogity. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. 1988. Um, what was happening in 1988? Does anybody know? Anybody want to hazard a Australia's guess? Australia's bicentennial. Yes, we all got a coin. We all got a coin. Um, or a medallion. Is that what that was from? I've got one too. It's tucked away somewhere still in still have it. I yeah. don't know if I still have mine. With all my Dolomite um, like books <laughs> and, <laughs> and all that shit. I got to meet Ricky Grace and, and James Crawford. Oh, for real? Yeah. That was uh, North Palmilia Primary School in Quinana. And that was, yeah. I didn't. Uh, what you mean, like, not everybody got to meet those guys? That <laughs> Who would, did we get That would be in the 90s, though, not in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, when did when did uh, basketball when the NBL start? Because like, I mean, it was like eighty six or eighty five yeah. or something. But they Ricky didn't Grayson, come in till yeah, they didn't come into the early nineties. Ah, yeah. like ninety one or ninety two. So I didn't move to WA to eighty nine. I moved to WA in eighty eight. Yes, same as the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this is there you go. That uh, that was my whole plan, you know. Mikey came to Australia to... Uh, Iron Angels 2's out. To run away from Iron Angels. Gotta, gotta run away. Yeah. Too much heat in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, major events. I, I'm going to go a little bit further afield with the special trivia. I hope that nobody minds. Was there some Olympics on or something? Soul? Yes. Yes. Duncan Armstrong won a bronze medal or something like that? People uh, freaking out. What? Duncan medal. Armstrong? He's a swimmer. I think you're talking about like Stretch Armstrong for a second. <laughs> Stretch Armstrong won a gold medal. <laughs> went, they went what they got went crazy with a bronze medal. That's what you just said. Yeah, it's not, I, I remember that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, probably wrong. Olympics. I, the one item I have for sports is Olympics. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, other major events: the Soviets pulled out of Afghanistan. Mm. Anyone know that? Longest undersea tunnel opens. Gorbachev announces unilateral troop cuts. These are all really boring. I don't know what they. You, you know what? You know what? You know what's more exciting? I turned eight. 
Eight and eighty-eight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do you know? What you were listening to? Auspicious. In uh, I, I assume it would have been uh, John Farnham or Van Halen or whatever's on the radio. So Bon Jovi, Michael Jackson. You know. All yeah, the big, Michael the big Jackson. Names. Where you make me feel number three. Bad. Whitney Houston. Bad. Whitney Houston was very popular. Hmm. Bad. Bad was. We built this right. city. Songs like that. You know. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to sound um, cool. Funky town. <laughs> And do you know what, uh, well, maybe not you because you're eight, but do you know what people would have been watching, what the number one box office was in, in 1988? No idea. It was a Steven Spielberg film, wasn't it? Very close. It was Steven Spielberg produced film. Uh, it was Who Jones. Framed Roger Rabbit. Ah. That was, was gonna, in 1988. I was going to say Howard the Duck. Uh, well, uh, no. no. That was George Lucas. Oh, no. <laughs> Howard the Duck, man. He slept with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Leah. Yeah, the girl from uh, Back to the Future. Oh, Leah, Leah the Duck. Thompson. Leah yeah. the Duck. Yeah. Leah nice. the Duck. Leah the Duck. Highlight of that movie, he's in the bathtub, bring the play duck. She got the duck. <laughs> uh, and Coming to America was number two. Oh, there you go. Yes. What about Hong Kong wise? Hong Kong! Uh, actually, pretty cool movies came out. Uh, Dragons Forever came out in 88. That was uh, a good movie. Yeah, Tiger on Beat. We, we did that. We have we a podcast that, yeah. on that, yeah. Uh, Police Story 2. Holy shit, Jackie Chan. Dragons Forever and Police Story 2. Both good. All three good movies so far. Mm. Uh, and Inspector Wears Skirts also came out in 88. We've watched also that, done. haven't we? Yeah, we did a podcast on that, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. This is all starting to come together now. Yeah. So, lots of things happening in 1988. We haven't done any of In the Line of Duties yet. Oh. That's because they're Donnie Yen films. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call them In the Line of Duty. <laughs> Because so, they're all poo. So much for your disdain of Donnie Yen for that oh, one day of the year. That's right. I was going to give that up for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Can we say uh, it is the Easter season? So, uh, merry egg to you. And it's also, <laughs> it's, I know it's a bit late here, but April Fool's. Yeah, that's right. I don't, fool, we're the fool, right? What's the trick? Oh, we didn't have any fools. It's the second today. Do you know what they... Just this little trivia for you because I'm a big gamer. Um, on, um, on Borderlands 3 for April Fool's, um, all the characters um, had their like like um, one of them has a giant mech. They shrunk them down so they're all really small for April Fools. <laughs> so you can get into them, or no, you can get into them, but you're just like you're like midget size. So it's like you... NBA Jam, big head mode or something. <laughs> yes, basically. Who's on fire for April yeah. Fools? They shrunk them all down so they're all running around like midgets. And April Fools, all your microtransactions don't actually buy you anything. <laughs> you just give them free money. You get billed. <laughs> <laughs> And that was uh, that. That is what was happening in 1988, along mm. with Iron Angels 2. Mm. Uh, produced, uh, directed by a woman, Teresa. Teresa Wu. Yeah. I, I read it as somebody saying that Stanley Tong directed it. I'm pretty sure he's action the director. action director. So I'm not, not sure if people are getting mixed up there or he helped out with the other stuff. But I'm pretty sure Teresa Wu is credited as main director and Stanley Tong is like fight, fight director or martial arts director. That's the hard thing when you watch these films, right? Is like because a lot of them, especially this one, was so much action. How much of the film do you reckon Teresa Wu actually filmed? All of those freaking freeze frames, <laughs> the freeze frames, the di- the stilted dialogue scenes. She's like, raise your eyes bigger. Let's <laughs> that smear eye. a bit more. All the eye acting, yeah. But my eyes just popped out of my head. Not bigger. <laughs> we need more. Look more shocked. Yeah. So she got, shaved off half their eyebrows. This has got most of. Um, the cast of the last movie in terms of the big players here. So Moon Lee, um, Alex Wong and Elaine Liu as our angels, so to speak. 
And Yukari Oshima's not in it because she died in the first one, I believe. Oh, yeah. So, unless she'd come back as a zombie or something like that. Oh, they no, should... she got replaced by Karen. And she yeah. changed her name to Karen. <laughs> they could have just, like, recast her as someone else, you know. Like, that wouldn't have been too weird. She's still so. a big name. Like a... Like a yeah, like a secondary actor. A lot of uncredited people in this movie. I must say, there's a lot of people like, yeah, I'm going to be on camera. And it's like, who's that? Don't know. <laughs> Don't care. Who's the taxi driver? Don't know. I reckon he was just a real taxi driver. Yeah, and a big smile. Yeah. Uh, most, so most of this, probably all this was filmed in Malaysia. Kuala Lumpur, which is cool. It's like uh, something different. It is funny though, because we were making fun of the oily... Maniac, <laughs> oily maniac. No, like oily strangler, or, or mangler, <laughs> strangler. Jesus, um, we made fun of it because it was shot in Malaysia as well, and we were like, "That's not realistic. Nobody's sweating." And in this film, people sweating. <laughs> they made a point of filming like the guy's one drop of sweat <laughs> coming down when he was thinking about killing. Also, train. there's a couple of scenes with bugs in it. It's like accurate. Yeah, it's true though. Like people are walking around with jackets and stuff. Do people walk around with jackets in Malaysia? I thought they only walk around in jackets when they visit Australia because it's so fucking cold to them. <laughs> you see, in the middle of summer, and then someone is wearing like a you know, long pants and a jacket because it's cold and for them, relatively. Yeah, wow. And then when I go to Malaysia, I, I die. So you know, <laughs> it's all relative. Oh, I don't think I could handle the humidity. I was just up at um, Coral Bay and it rained. But it, was, it wasn't really rain. It was just like humidity is just falling on me. <laughs> and I walked out and I was like, oh my God, I can't even breathe. It was like I was in Kuala Lumpur. Any koalas there? <laughs> good joke, good joke. Yeah, but they were lumpy. <laughs> Who, who's the, the main bad guy? What was his name? Nathan something or other? Nathan Chan. I thought he did a good job. He was pretty good. He was good looking, but like good looking in a sleazy in a shifty way. way. Yeah. Not good looking. Oh, you don't think it was good looking? <laughs> no. Zero percent. So he plays a guy called uh, Peter King. Peter, who is uh, seen as a bit of a high-flying entrepreneur, or a bit of a dark. Because he's he his intro is him like coming in a fancy car, right? His crew is sort of um, escorting him on in the traffic, and they're like you, you can't overtake him. That's Mr. King. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because he's I never. Yeah, he's the king. He's, yeah, he's got his gold watch on display. Uh, his entrance is pretty great. Yeah, a red. Is it an ascot or a, corvette, a, a cravat? I can't tell the difference between the two. An ascot kind of sits around your neck, whereas... Does it look like the one that What's-Name was wearing in, in Scooby? Uh, yeah, like friend. Fred. Yeah. yeah. Or the kingpin. What was the joke you said about... Uh, well, we maybe shouldn't repeat that. About uh, the top 10 cartoon food you want to eat? <laughs> Daphne's ass. <laughs> I love it. So delicious. Anyway. Yeah. And it's not like you can eat it and it goes away. It just stays there. You just eat more. It's never ending. <laughs> Multiplication stew. Where did we go? Huh? Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. Uh, koala, koalas. <laughs> yeah. Koala bear. Oh, that terrible joke. Yeah. Koala so our, our, our team is sort of on vacation to Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I can't afford to go to Las Vegas. Oh, we forgot the first scene. The opening where scene. They, like, the opening, opening scene where they're kicking ass. Sorry. Take I, a name. I got excited about the jokes. Did get a li- Yeah. <laughs> So, oh. Moon Lee. Moon Lee is the main character in the film. I was surprised is by... Is she, th- though? Ah, well, no, I think she, she is. Oh, well, she's one of the, the three angels. She's the only one that convincingly fights. Alex Fong does not fight very well. He shoots a gun pretty well. Yeah, he does keep his eyes open. That's impressive. And he's got that sick jacket. Yeah, what's up? There's so many patches on his jacket. How do you rate the jacket, Christian? Would you wear that jacket? That is 80s as fuck. <laughs> Stonewashed <laughs> you, denim. It, Stonewashed doesn't matter. If you have a denim jacket of any sort, 
and you wear it you wear it with pride you wear it with your chest pumped out you know you smack hipsters as you walk past them it's hey dork the jacket is so puffy and the pants are so high-waisted. Oh, the waist was so high. It was oh, so They came up to his nipples, I'm sure. If he was playing a Nintendo in his bedroom while giving me the thumbs up, I would have been like, you are the coolest motherfucker. <laughs> and he had some aviator shades on. <laughs> and the perfect stubble. Like, you couldn't... It geometrically could not create more perfect stubble. It was exactly five o'clock shadow. I reckon the person that did everybody's eyebrows in this did... His stubble as well because everyone's eyebrows looked like Batman. They They'd, were very bushy. They were like they they went all went up, teased to a point and came down. It looked like bat wings. It's just <laughs> I can imagine the conversation. It's like, don't you think that looks a bit ridiculous? No, it'll be on film. Don't worry about it. It'll be on film. But this is crazy. I can't even see. No, it'll look good on film. I mean, you can say that's all about excess, just like this film. <laughs> yeah, very it's very bad. excessive. We sort of made the comment, or some of us made the comment, like, hey. Uh, Alex looks a bit different to the first film and I can't picture him in the first film now. So what did he look like in the first film? But I don't know, did he put on some weight? Did he just get some I think some he lost some weight. Lost some weight? Lost, put on, I don't know. He got different older. He, got he older. grew the Well, grew it was like stubble. only a year after yeah. the last one, wasn't it? I did recognize the name. I said to Rachel, is that, is that the good looking guy from the first film? And, uh, and Rachel, you said, yes, it is. Yes, it Practically, is. he just looks a little bit older, hmm. filled mm. out a little bit more or something. He's seen some shit. I don't know. He's seen some <laughs> shit. He's seen some shit, that's right. <laughs> I've done seen some stuff. I he wouldn't went, recommend he went, it. He was backstage at a Sammo Hung movie. He's like, oh. <laughs> it aged him. <laughs> oh, that's not how you The first movie, he didn't have stubble. Oh, oh he, he didn't. He didn't have a massive perm either. Oh, okay. But that's probably why then. Yeah, okay. This one, he looks more like, uh, I don't know, the Rambo dude. Mm. Well, this a is Rambo like, kind of dude. This is more his vehicle, right? Like, because in the first film, he's like a supporting actor. Yeah. Whereas this one is mainly about him and his relationship. Sure. Yeah, I reckon that it, that's true. The, the first one was definitely more about the girls and this one kind of, it, it tries to split the girls into it, but it's more about him and mm. his friends. Moonlee is still badass and she's still really cute. It opens with Moon Lee, actually, because, I mean, she was the main star of the first film. So, it makes sense that they start with a big, massive action set piece. But then they... D- doesn't she also start off as, like, an office girl in the first film as well? And then in this one, she starts off, like, she's dressed all, like, preppy with glasses on. Man, that was years ago. I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> and she's got, like, a suitcase and uh, she's doing, like, a deal, I guess. Like, uh, there's a It's kidnapping. a hostage, like a, a, a ransom for a... For a hostage, so they've been premises. They've been hired to go and grab this guy. So um, the guy rocks up. And she's in a car park, and he goes, oh, "Your car's coming." And I always found it funny. I know it was a Benz or a BMW, but it just looks so funny that this car's coming to pick you up, and this small little box thing rocks up. <laughs> looks like a Datsun on steroids, and they just get in. And he tells her to put a sleep mask on, and then they go to the place and sit. I think, in the- I, think I mentioned this at the time. It's like. You're in Hong Kong and you put on a blindfold. As soon as you get to wherever you're going, as if you couldn't tell where you were. <laughs> it's down the road. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to go into like mainland China or something. <laughs> you'd have to drive for hours, wouldn't you? Because if you didn't drive for hours, you'd be like, yeah, I know where I am. <laughs> My friend's around the corner. Hi. Oh, not if you drive into a, uh, like a warehouse or something. You've been in a warehouse in the middle of nowhere. But then as soon as you step out, you're like, we're in Malaga. Like, <laughs> I know where we are. <laughs> My mum lives over you're not there. Fall, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> Get go. back in the car. <laughs> They've just done, done like three laps around the car park. <laughs> Probably, yeah. 
Ooh, super cheap auto. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they rock up to the uh, the exchange place, which is this old. Um, looks like a plantation mansion because it's got this big like water feature in the front, but it looks all run down and green, and and um, the water's all you know just full of algae and stuff. And they go in this dark place where the main villain is in shadow, and they're like. I want to see the money. He's like, no, I want to see him. And they just do this back and forth. And if we can just go back a little bit. The main villain does the the Bond spin around spin in the around. chair. And I was like, yes. You know what I thought was really funny about it though is that they're in this dilapidated building. Like everything's all fucked up. I'm like, how long were they all waiting there in this <laughs> shitty building with no internet? Just making chit chat. Yeah. So what do you do on the weekend? You like to go fishing? <laughs> Why'd you pick such a shitty factory, Bob? <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> Smells. <laughs> When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> oh, we're all stunned into silence. By so, the <laughs> oh, this is when the action begins. <laughs> so they have a, um, a back and forth. Moonlee shows um, the briefcase full of money. Um, the most colorful money. Monopoly money. Is it Hong Kong money or is it Malaysian money? It doesn't even look like proper Hong Kong money. It looked like pounds. Yeah. Like sterling. Uh, Jesus, man. Bison bucks. We are talking the 80s. <laughs> the bison bucks. This money's worthless, not when I take over the world. <laughs> In a so, very strange scene, though, she kind of gets... Uh, I don't know if she's playing dumb, but she kind of gets overpowered fairly quickly. Of course she's playing dumb. Mm. But she, it, her glasses get smashed as well. Which is actually a clever uh, plot device because she puts the sunnies on and has the, the nice better vision. Night mm. vision, mm. sunnies. <laughs> But like welders' goggles because they yeah, also they, protect they, you they from yellow, like glaring. And, like and the room suddenly lights up. She does this cool thing where, because um, the guy, the the guy they're trying to pretend that they're ransoming is wearing a mask, and she's like, "I'm not sure it's not him. He's wearing a mask. Take the mask off." And they won't do it. So he goes to grab the suitcase off her, which is strange because all these guys have got guns. She's just got this briefcase, but they still, she still fights them, struggles to get it off. And she does this sequence where she presses buttons with the, the lock. And as they turn it around to show the boss to open the money up, all the flash, he's got these flashbangs loaded up. And that's where everything just kicks off. So she goes in, starts um, kicking one or two of the guys. And what I love about this for this series of movies is everything is over exaggerated. So one kick sends a guy flying. Oh, yeah. It's pretty great. Like, no exaggeration. Like, boot. Whoa! And someone gets pushed down in a chair. Oh, this. Oh, I'll save that for later on. That's, that's not. That's coming up shortly. But that's that's classic. And this <laughs> this is one of the those Hong Kong movies where they actually show the blood and the gore and stuff, and do the you know the old painted blood slashes and pulling out the guns, shooting them. But yeah, like one guy gets kicked in the face. He's wearing glasses, and it shows like the fucking glass like embedded in his eye around his socket and shit. Then like, I thought it reversed because it didn't seem as gross afterwards. It just looked like there was some putty, but then... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like... Eh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to keep it acceptable. And then they start to get kick off and the guys start pulling out their guns and then the great scene, Elaine, the door comes flying in, the guy comes flying in and then Elaine just launches herself like... Superman style <laughs> through the door. She lands on the door on the guy. Is Elaine or Moon? Sorry. No, Elaine. Have we introduced Elaine yet? No, Elaine. Yeah. That's her introduction. She yeah, flies through the door. She leaps through the door. Like Kramer. She's like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I, do, I do love when like Moon Lee fights. And this is probably one of the, um, the great things about Moon Lee is when she fights, they don't dial back any of the visceralness of the action. Like she takes a hit, but then when she kicks a guy, 
she kicks a guy. You know, it's not like a ballet, like love tap. She really kicks a guy. Looks like she was taking some of them stunts as well. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some stunt doubles here and there. It looks like she's yeah. taking a lot of them hits Two too. of them, yeah. Mm. I she think was- I said this on the last Iron Angels because um, I watched that one as well. And I think um, I've said this before that the girls, I think, try a lot harder to get the respect because they're always written off. They're not, you know, it, nowadays we sort of accept back then it would have been a lot harder for them to get the, um, the respect from the, the communities and all that. And I really think they tried a lot harder um, in their films to get it. And I, you can tell in this one too, because you're right, she does take a lot of the hits and does some of the stunts. Her face as well, like she's cute. Like she's got that, oh, you know, she's cute. But when she fights, the look on her face is like, I'm going to fuck you up. You're like, Jesus, Moon. How, what about Elaine? How do you rate her face? Uh, her, her action face? Her action face. Her action face isn't bad. It's not as good as Moon Lee's. Like she does look, she has that that sneer kind of like. Mm. Oh, she'd be a good bad, like a bad character. Yeah, she would actually. She'd be a pretty good villain. A villain. That's not that's a bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> the only time you can really tell that they're not, um, they're a little bit nervous is if they're doing an explosion or they're, they're jumping away from I'd something. I'd be fucking nervous too. Like, oh Cause God. Because there's a, a scene later on where um, uh, Elaine has to f- jump from a high high platform and there's an explosion you can see the grimace on her face is she's, she's that's real that's not acting yeah <laughs> she's just like i am gonna die i'm gonna die malaysian stunt standards aren't as high <laughs> just just for a trivia thing i think we recorded our iron angels or we uploaded our iron angels episode like three years ago pretty much in March of 2018. Oh, no Whoa. way. So it didn't feel that long ago, but it is. Wow. <laughs> and another bit of trivia. This is the second podcast in a row we've done a sequel. Hey. Start. Really scraping the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and Krishna also suggested we do uh, Attack on Titan 2, so that would have been another sequel. sequel Squeakle. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. And then um, then we see... Uh, um, oh, what's Alex his name? Fong? Alex. I can't remember Alex. And he's uh, he's waiting outside. He's armed with a. Uh, he's got a rifle, or is it a submachine gun? I can't. Nah, it's a submachine gun, I think. And he he comes in and pulls his Rambo face and <laughs> starts blasting away. He does this really cool. Sam, you, this is you've been waiting to bounce this out. Do the Alex Fong. My Alex Fong look. No one will be able to see it. <laughs> no, the stunt he does. My smolder. Um, My smolder. <laughs> What's the, I, I can't remember what's the stunt that it's, he's It's the one where he hook. shoots the grappling hook Oh, up. shit, yeah, like Batman. Just, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a gun. And he jumps out and he shoots this grappling hook and then he's like swings back into action and he's then on, kicks he's this a, guy. He's on a, on like a second story like uh, balcony and he goes to jump off and he shoots the, the grappling hook into the roof. And we're all thinking, oh, what's he doing jumping off? And he just swings back Indiana Jones style, you know. You know, all you have to do for me, and this is because I said, I don't know whether Alex Wong is a martial artist, but for me... To demonstrate your bona fides when you're fighting, if you kick a guy in the chest and it's a good push kick and the guy goes flying back, I'm just like, that guy probably knows Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, probably butt in and say he's not a Kung Fu artist. No, I know that, but that, that's what yeah. I mean. I'm easily fooled. He can throw some kicks and shoot a gun. You can get, pull a Rambo face pretty well. But then, I mean, like, I don't to you, sound are racist. You, are, we, are we all praising his acting yes. skills? Yeah, I don't know. He can wear a hell of I see some, I'll let you know. But <laughs> He can wear the hell out of that, that denim jacket. Like, the national <laughs> sport is wushu, right? Like, I, I know that not everybody in China is a martial artist, but I would suspect that a higher proportion of people in China would know how to do a, a kick, like a standard kick. Sam, can yes. you do a torpedo punt with a football, AFL style? Yes, I can. Can you? I can. Can you? I can do a torpedo. I was doing one today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> trying to teach my daughter how to do just a standard punt kick. Okay. Um, but 
my point is that like <laughs> carry on then. if you're surrounded by this as part of your culture right you might not be a martial artist but you would know how to do a standard kick can you do the flipper uh what's the flipper i don't know where this mm. is going yeah see? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going. It's like, oh, your family must know Kung Fu. <laughs> I don't know if my mum and dad could, could do a kick. But what I'm saying is that if you're in the entertainment industry and You might have your chops in, in Yeah, you, you should know you should know how to throw a kick at least. He can he can kick. Yeah. He can kick. You know, like he gets his like leg. A up good the director waist. can teach someone mm. to yeah. kick in a way that looks like you yeah. are doing it. He doesn't look stupid. You don't know how many cuts there were. <laughs> That's true, and I don't know if it was necessarily him. It looked like him though. It's hard to get that stubble. Because Amateurs <laughs> like you do two takes. I do one take. Because I think one only one of the the trio of dudes, the party dudes, is a legit martial artist. And that was the what's Marco, Marco. killed first? Marco. Marco. <laughs> CIA agent Marco. CIA, who's also a uh, Bruce Lee clone, is he? He was in, he, I think his first movie was like the story of Bruce Lee or something. And he plays Bruce Lee. I presume so. I didn't check. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Lee or Bruce Lee? Yeah, Bruce Le- Lo- Lee. He looked Lee he was Bruce. Right. He was all right. Hmm. Hmm. He did a good death scene. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, dear. That's all right. We could probably go into Over-exaggerated the... Over-exaggerated death scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean by good. So we come from the angels... And they're like, you guys got to get out of here. You, you got to, you've missed the great part about that end before we get on to the next bit. Um, so the bad guy um, who got the glass in his eye, he goes and gets the real hostage out of a barrel, uh, picks him up, grabs a, uh, oh, that's a right. submachine oh, yeah. gun and a grenade. <laughs> he puts the grenade in the guy's mouth and has his finger like as a dead man switch in case the girls try to um, do anything. And he's got them two girls covered. Alex comes from behind and shoots him basically between, uh, shoots his, basically his ear. I think it's his ear. And the guy sort of falls back and he uh, um, takes the pin out with his finger. <laughs> Alex, then, Alex then runs up, kicks the goal, hits a in kick the stomach. In the stomach, so he does like a. Spits the thing uh, out. Yeah. Moonly catches it, does a diving catch, and then throws it out these barred windows. Perfect shot. Perfect throw. You should be playing cricket. Like that's a. You should do an experiment with a with a window barred window and see how many times you hit the bars and <laughs> throw like a tennis ball at them or something. Yeah, that would suck. Bounces back. Oh shit! <laughs> Boom! Credits. More than fifty percent, I reckon. Oh, Freeze frame. Going to be pretty low. Yeah. I need just to. That's pretty clever. Like, kicking him in the stomach. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would never have thought of that. I would have just grabbed it from his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was still worried about the timing though, because like they were all looking at the falling grenade one banana (laughs) throws it and then it goes to the next thing the the agency that they work for decided to send them on vacation and they're going to malaysia because they couldn't afford vegas or disneyland or wherever else it was so this is and then they land in malaysia quality joke (laughs) quality joke and i think is it it moonly or elaine actually asked do they have koalas in koala and fire i can't remember which one it was and so that's why we brought that up earlier it's funny but um, they land, they get the... Oh, God. This was a, a, a bit longer than a scene that it needed to be, but sure, why not? Fill I think the, the taxi driver was from, was from the Malaysian Ministry of Information. <laughs> and um, he, he has this car, and it's a really, really small car. And he tells them, it's got air conditioning, it's a great car. It's they get into it, and like they're driving, oh, it's so hot in here, where's the air con? He says, just wind the window down. <laughs> What a scammer. 
He goes, oh, this, where's the electric windows? Oh, it has human power. It just goes on and on. It goes on a bit long, but uh, whatever. And then they get there and the, a Rolls Royce and two escort cars. He pulls over for them. They're going, what's going on? What's going on? He goes, oh, that's Peter King. You can't pull in front of him. We do this out of respect. And the guy goes, oh, go around him. He goes, no, no, no. So he gets a wad of money, throws it out the window. And the guy goes, oh, tourists today. Gets out. He jumps in the drive. Uh, Alex jumps in the driver's seat and takes off. No, no, he steals the car. Is what he does. <laughs> he steals the taxi. Yeah, well. he commits grand theft auto. <laughs> well, technically, he paid for it, so you know. You probably did actually borrow a lot of money. Was that money kind of stayed in the ground and go and fly around? Yeah, I don't know. It could, could have been all fake that money. humidity just held, <laughs> hold it down. <laughs> they were just and complaining we, this, about it. In this the is car. like a pretty pretty great car scene here. Yeah, some really good uh, stunt driving. Um, I reckon there's a, a big caveat on this, like they could not um, damage any of the cars because there's only one time we ever see a car gets damaged. Every other time, they're always like pristine, don't crash into anything. And they come pretty close too. You might be right because um, there's not a lot of traffic around. And it's <laughs> they Malaysia. Save, so they save their money for blowing up stuff later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck you. I think you're right. There's a lot of explosions towards the end. There. I don't know. It's like an extra extra credit just for car stunts director, which is also Stanley Tong. Oh, there you go. Do you know, do you know who the taxi driver was? He was in it for a fair amount of time. I don't think he got credit at all. Well, whatever. I would have liked to hear his actual voice, but I mean, everything's already... Everyone's uh, dubbed, Everything's yeah. overdubbed because mm. he's speaking English, some some Chinese, some uh, some Mandarin, some Cantonese. Because that's what you got to do to be a successful scammer, just like uh, mix all the languages up so you can communicate with everyone. So we get some pretty good car chase scenes here, some stunt driving, and then they sort of get cornered and they get out, have a bit of a fight with some, some goons and then Mr. King makes his appearance. Good appearance too because the door opens and you see like his, his hand and his watch, his gold watch and his gold cufflinks. He's got these fancy shoes. I guess they're fancy. They look it's way too long. This scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like I was like, is this about his thigh? It's like a big long thigh shot. It was, and it was like shiny pants. And but everybody on the street stopped and looked and, and like, oh, Mr. Loafers. I like the beginning of this bit where um, Alex get before they get to the guy getting out. Alex, um, they he pulls over and these guys get out and he goes, why are you doing that? And he just walks up and just smacks the guy. He doesn't give him a chance to say anything. Just. Punches three or four of them down straight they're, away. They've barely cleared customs and they're starting to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Again, push kick. Bonafides. <laughs> and then they have a pretty good fight scene, actually. In front of a couple of food carts. Yeah, Peter and Alex. Everyone's like, damn, these guys are serious. And it escalates too because they're fighting like fisticuffs. And then they start like, I guess... Doing their secret handshake. Out, well, no, they're outdoing each other and then they grab sticks. Where they find the staff? It just happens to it's be lying around. a hot dog cart. Yeah. yeah it snapped it off the food cart or something. Yeah. It's what they use to like roll noodles or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or beat, uh, beat people oh, with. Oh, big yeah. Yeah. yeah, big noodles. They're big long noodles. They need a big long pole. <laughs> and then the next door guy goes, well, your pole's pretty big. I need to make mine bigger. <laughs> and that's evolution. <laughs> and then in the middle of their fight, yeah, they, uh, they break out into like... They start like, dancing. Yeah, like a hand, like a secret handshake. It's actually really, really cool the way they did this. It was like as soon as they started doing, it, I started macking out. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah, it's like a 21 Jump Street handshake. Me and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Booker T. <laughs> and like even the the two girls when the guy when um, Peter gets out of the car, the one um, Elaine's like, ooh, Elaine is immediately in love. This guy, yeah, he's yeah, handsome. It's crazy. He's great. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the Rolls Royce he was driving either. No, nothing whatsoever. She wasn't macking on the taxi driver. Yeah, exactly. Is it me or does Elaine come across as a very shallow person? She's mm. like sway- swayed by money and power. 
pretty think much. She came all right in the end. Hmm. Yeah, because the guy that she was in love with was a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Tends to put a damner on things. <laughs> is, that, is that coming right? It's like, well, your boyfriend was a mass murderer. <laughs> I guess I, guess I can't so. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think they'll cancel the credit cards? Yeah, kill him. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, but poor choices, I guess. <laughs> poor choices. Always pick him, don't I? <laughs> We won't count this guy. Let's just move on. <laughs> Where's Tinder? Because mm. immediately Peter's like, you must come and hang out with me. So what, the hotels they had? What, what, they just flew there with no hotel? Were they going to stay there anyway? I guess, yeah. Do they have to cancel that? No, nah, maybe they were going to put them up in some shitty like Four Seasons or some shit. Well, yeah. They didn't even um, get their bags out of the car of the old taxi. <laughs> yeah, they just took off. Peter Peter's like, new clothes. Yeah, yeah, Peter's like, ah. Oh, Peter's oh, rich. So. I, I got this. Put yeah. on a tab. Yeah, put on my tab. And Paid for by blood money. Is that his house or is that? Does he own a hotel? Uh, I think it's his I, house. It's his house. He's got the secret doors in the yeah, yeah. yeah. computer room. When he does the tour of the city, he shows in the hotel. I think. Mm. Pretty. This is where you were going to stay. <laughs> this is where you're staying now. He's super rich and super uh, influential, but he's also accessible because he goes out drinking with the boys. Him, Alex, and Marco. They're so the local Marco. transvestite club. You say yeah. he's keeping it real. So oh, like yeah. they, they used to there's this bunch they used to hang out back in college as the three musketeers and Marco just gets introduced. Oh, remember the other guy? Though. He's here too. Let's go out drinking. Cool. Peter's cool because he's wearing like a shirt that says what Ab Ab Hotel? Abba. A A B A Abba Abba Club? Abba Club or something, yeah. But it's a shirt underneath it uh, like a uh, A singlet? Uh, no, it's sports a jacket, jacket, sports jacket. So immediately he's like very fashionable. Super fashionable. casual. Super casual, yeah. So he's wealthy, but he's accessible. That's what he's saying. Alex is cheap because he's got the same fucking jacket on. Exactly. He hasn't changed and it's hot as shit in Malaysia. He's the kind of guy that would do the meeting at the start of shift and go, my door's always open. Just come to my office and say hello. <laughs> you know, you can't really, but he has the door open all the time. <laughs> Alex Fong has always kind of got this smarmy kind of like, yeah, hey. <laughs> Check my jacket. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See all these patches, ones for every woman that I take home. You want to put a patch on here? You could be the tiger. <laughs> yeah, I'm Alex Fong. So they start off with a quick night by chugging three beers each. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A nice ease into it. <laughs> so the reason they've done that is they've gone to this the transvestite club and there's well, a, it's just a club. I don't think it's a transvestite. Well, club. they it's go like to the club and there's club. a cabaret club and there's a girl doing this act. She starts off all dressed up and the next night she's she's taking it all off and she's got like this I don't know fishnet bodysuit on or something like yeah, that. Yeah, very Tina Turner. And um, sure, sure, sure. And then it shows sure. like. And it shows like um, this table where these. Sure, <laughs> sure bro. Sorry. Sure. Um, oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> I was talking about church. I was, I was like, like, what? No, no. I, my, I phonetically said sure as church. Sure. It's good Friday. Go to church now. Do not pass sure, through. Sure, bro. Sure. Sorry, continue. Famous <laughs> musical artist, Chur. <laughs> Sunny and Chur. My favorite chur. food is churros. <laughs> Get a Chur, right? Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I can't think of anything. Anyway, um, so they show this this table where it's got obvious. It's the guy's name is actually Sissy, Sissy or Sissy Boy. What? The, yeah, yeah. So the the um, there's three the three transvestites oh. on the table, and one of them's called Sissy. Now the, and they, the, they said in the movie they said that they're transvestites. Yeah, that's what they refer to. And they're to. sort of androgynous. Like if you've seen the the Dave Chappelle sort of skit with Charlie Murphy and Prince, it's, they're kind of like that eighties. Androgynous look, but they describe them as transvestites. Yeah, so the funny thing is they the, kind of own the club. They're like, bring me that. Yeah, like the the amount of like they're just like, I want that. Bring that to me. 
and they're like uh, they they get there in the it's it's kind of hard because the girl the girl they say that the girl is a transvestite the singer but she doesn't really look it so i'm kind of on the fence whether or not she was the actress isn't yeah no oh, just, play, just playing one yeah, yeah. that just having just, a bit of a, it's ho, just ho, a ho ho 80s joke mm. so they get there and they they have a competition they say who can skull three beers gets to hit on the girl can you imagine the confidence of that skull three beers and like oh, i get to i get to hit on this girl that might not want me <laughs> that might not yeah let's chug some beers and hey get- man you need a jacket to get some more like <laughs> courage. I can honestly say I've never macked onto a girl for myself, I, like intoxicated or not. It's much easier macking being a wingman. <laughs> going, hey, my buddy over there finds you attractive. If I, if <laughs> not I, me. I got to say, you, you're much more appealing when you're fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> if Who, I chug- Alex Fong? <laughs> when people in general. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I chug three beers in the amount of time they did, at any age, 19, 30, you whatever, I'd be like, oh, man, I got to sit down for a while. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> three beers. I'd yeah. be full as. Hey, don't forget it's Asian <laughs> beer, so it's weak. Oh, you'd be, I go to the toilet first, man. <laughs> yes, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Three bin tanks wouldn't <laughs> even dent <laughs> me. Like Car- that, it's Carlsberg, so it can't that be that strong. You'd be, you'd be dizzy. You'd be like, well, I'm going to sit down or something. Didn't, didn't that have product placement in the first Iron Angels as well? When he yeah. Got, was it like a Coke or a, a beer? Might have been Coors or something. Yeah. And mm. uh, yeah, like he went to... Again, it was a bar fight again and he got like a... A drink and immediately like right in front was a brand. Wasn't there like a table where it had all the bottles with a label facing the camera? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in the first one. Uh, buy booze. <laughs> get drunk. So anyway, the the Marco is actually about to win this thing and, and um, Peter goes, he does something to him, hits his face or something like that. So he spits it out and they say, oh, um, Alex has won. So he gets to do it and he's like, what's going on? I want this. And he whispers in his ear that, you know, this is what's going on. And Marco just says out loud, transvestite, what? Who went? So uh, uh-huh, I get it. <laughs> Alex goes over to, you know, to get his Mac on. You know, he's got his jacket. He's all ready to go. And uh, Sissy goes, you know, tell that guy to bring that girl over here. And the guy from the bar goes, hey, you got on over there. And he goes, nah, get away. And the guy goes, who the hell are you? And Alex just punches the guy again. Like, he doesn't give anybody any room. Just... Alex's immediate reaction to anything is a push kick. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, excuse me, sir. Can you give me directions to the boot? <laughs> so I you need to change your the mobile. Push <laughs> kick. <laughs> you dropped your wallet here, crunch. <laughs> My name is Dr. Hi. I'm here to tell you some bad news about your mother. Kick. <laughs> yes. And then Alex enters into a bar fight. And his two friends are fine to let him go. Because he's, he's kind of cool. He's acting cruel. And he's taken on like, what, three guys? Two, three guys? Uh, and, and then, like, uh, when, when Alex is looking at the other guys going, well, is that all you got? And the whole bar kind of stands up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you missed the, the stupid joke where um, the three transvestites at the table get up to go fight him. And he goes, I can't hit girls. And then they whisper in his ear, I was not ready to go. Oh. That was the worst. Because, yeah. like, they, the, the two more female-looking ones run up and they do basically, was it where they're just running their hands, like, you know, you have... Little kids fight with that. What do you call that? Slapping? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> As if you couldn't effeminate them anymore. That's 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 that was fight. basically Alex, though. You couldn't <laughs> think of what to do. I, I will say, uh, Hong Kong, and actually any anyone shooting an action film, we are done with the touching girls' boobs joke gag. <laughs> all right? I get it. We get it. It's inappropriate to touch a woman's boobs in a fight. Okay? Just stop doing it. Jackie Chan's been doing it for like two decades. <laughs> That's why Jackie's in trouble all the time. <laughs> touching girls' boobs. Mm, gets him all sorts of trouble. That's off camera though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so this whole 
section probably couldn't do that in 2021 without getting into a bit of oh, trouble. Oh, no, no <laughs> way. Leave those poor ladies alone. Very 80s uh, humour there. Mm. Yeah. But they all fight and then they kind of just stagger out and go, <laughs> look what we did. I will say when Sissy comes out, the character Sissy, and she starts fighting, like amazing, like really, really. And to the point where I was like, oh, this is like a, a mini boss. But then she gets taken out with like one Yeah, kick. it's like, oh, this could be good. And then boom, dead. Yeah. I was disappointed. And then they walk out of the bar. They're like, yay! But the whole, like, the whole point of this bar scene was just so that Marco could blab his secret. I'm saying Because they go outside. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, Alex is like, he's obviously hasn't Throwing done this up. for a while. He goes, oh, I'm going to be sick. And then as Alex is throwing up, Marco... Was that P- Peter's oh, no, throwing Alex, up? Peter. Peter's throwing up. Oh, sorry. Yes, Peter is throwing up. And um, Marco goes to Alex and says, look, I work for the CIA. We're watching... Um, I can't find it believable. If someone said, I work for the CIA, I'd be like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, sure you do. Yeah. It's not like he knows that Alex is Iron Angel or anything, right? Yeah. He's yeah, just like, oh, yeah, we're just, yeah. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. Marco might know, but like, you know. No, I don't think Marco knows. Like, I, Marco's, like, the guy, the guy who blabs transvestites, what? It's also the guy who's like, I'm CIA. <laughs> don't tell anyone. If, if Alex here's, boss, my, here's my Alex badge and my secret decodering. Is, you know, our friends at the CIA. So I don't know if they do or don't know. Maybe they do know. If Alex was that drunk, he'd be like, oh, yeah, CIA, huh? I'm Iron Angels. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> She's pretending to be drunk. Mm. I'm the president of China. <laughs> what the fuck are you? That's what I'd be doing when well, I was also, also, you see a pretty, the poo, yeah. pretty clear puke up scene there. He's like, you see, he's like. Oh, gross. Good throw up. Mm. Pretty watery though. Yeah. And the greatest thing is like, I, I it must be a bad translation because oh, when you were younger, you threw up twice as much. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I want to butt in and say, actually, it is a really bad translation for most of it. It's like the gist. No. But a bit embellished. Close but, but no but cigar. never mind. Otherwise, I'll be going correcting it every two seconds <laughs> for you. They did They did okay with building that camaraderie of the like, oh, do you know this song we used to sing? And then they don't. And they it was like, it, it was like Old McDonald, but I'm sure it's not Old McDonald. It's some other, I don't know, some Chinese kid song or some mm. crap. Mm. I don't know. Da si ko, xiao si ko, si ko, hokai siu la la. Something about watermelons. <laughs> Nani? That's yeah. what I understood. Something about watermelons. Like, did you, you understand just, that? You yeah, just said like, one of the rudest things ever, and someone who's listening to this is really offended. Something about watermelons and falling down in the street. That's pretty know. funny. That's yeah. my life, man. <laughs> Are you a fruit seller? <laughs> I bought some watermelons. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Insert Nathan falling down. Into uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this scene sets up the fact that we now have a CIA guy. He's a narc. And, but he's, he's childhood friends with Peter. Marco's childhood friends with Peter. College so, friends. Oh, college friends. So they grew up together. So he would have got an internship in the CIA that Peter was not aware of. <laughs> got a job with the CIA that Peter was not aware of. Peter obviously has no idea what his friends are doing. He's not well, like a in, informant in, or anything, is he? Is, well, well that's that, his point. He's spying on him. But in in other fact, like at the same time, um, Marco wouldn't have known what Peter was doing until he got the assignment. Uh, yeah, well, we don't know how long he was on the assignment for to keep an eye on Peter. Well, according, it was about a month. I think we're going way off the like, plotline that doesn't matter to anything. Let's That's ask just the characters of 20 questions and see what they say. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just What's Peter's favourite colour? <laughs> His underpants we'll, are red. <laughs> we'll so, skip, skip through it a bit. So, um, Peter invites him on this helicopter, takes him on a tour of his money-making... Um, palm trees. Palm and tree plantations and hotels a, and... So a forth. swimsuit shot of Moon and, and Elaine by the pool. And they get delivered a phone. 
one of many phones <laughs> delivered in this movie. <laughs> and I want to make this is a great thing with this film. Every time there's a phone in use, it's a completely different phone. There is no one phone is the same in in, in that, that cord must be really long too. <laughs> yeah. Out yeah. by the pool. Did they have cordless phones in 1988? They did, but they were really big I and don't ch- know. like see the one that he bought with the pack. Yeah, that he that was yeah. a, that was a cordless phone uh. back in the day. I have a you continue. I have an interesting question I would like to pose to everyone. Okay, um, so no, I'm flattered, Sam. But off you're not. Peter's showing off, and and whilst um, we're looking at the pine plant or the palm plantation, um, we do the side shot to a bunch of uh, soldiers pulling up an army trucks for a sort of handoff with palm. Because Peter like Peter said he got his fortune from palm oil. Fruits, I think. Is that what they called them? Is the fruit, the fruit yeah. that comes from a palm? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the oil and all that. So he, yeah. he said he got his fortune from this, but he's actually using it as a cover to smuggle arms for... The revolution. revolution. Yeah, it just looked like Vietnamese army or something. Yeah. G- generic, or generic, like vaguely communist, vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> generic. Generic communist army freedom fighters. I love how they always like show a guy that looks like Che Guevara. Like, <laughs> he shows up with his right. hair disheveled. That should be Alex Fong. <laughs> Alex Beard, is, yeah. is, is show. Yeah, yeah, he does have that stubble. We'll just note at this point that this is 1988 Hong Kong before the communist mm. <laughs> handover. At this point, this movie could never be made. At this point, this movie is strangely uh, in the reverse. Could be poignant for now for Hong Kong. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but yeah. I don't know. Mm. They just want to change the Malaysian government to the British government, that's all. Mm. Yeah, but then they would make the freedom fighters the winners. I mean, Malaysia went through its whole communist, get rid of communist phase as well. Um, I just wanted to pose my question. Uh, sorry to segue. I was wondering when the bikini was invented because they're all wearing one-piece bikinis. But that's the 80s, right? It was, oh, well, 88. I don't know. 88. So the movie was 88. Yeah. But the bikini was invented in 46. Yeah. Because you- they all had one-piece before. And that was the stuff like in the nineteen twenties. It was like if you showed ankle, you get arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, don't you remember that um, the James Bond movie, Doctor No? Doctor No, yes, when she comes out of the water. Right? That was that was like the first time they showed a bikini on film. Or wow, something. <gasps> oh, really? That's that that piece of trivia for you. Mm. Uh, one last piece of trivia. Do you know why it's called the bikini? Where the name bikini comes from? Because the, the bikini, bikini at all. Oh, okay, Jinx. fucking Jesus! All right. Jinx. Everybody knows the goddamn answer. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Got anything else? No. Jesus. Sailor no, century. Not. <laughs> Why does someone get somewhere that they dropped an atomic bomb on get, get popularized? <laughs> Fuck, I got nothing to say. Gee, everyone got an answer. I didn't know that, so that's cool. Hey, thank you, Scott. Thank you. The question was for you, Scott. All you fuckers answered. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we up to? So Back to the bikinis. Mar- um, Marco what? is sneaking some pictics. Because he's the CIA guy nice. We're the biggest camera known to man <laughs> <laughs> Click he's in, the ju- he's in the jungle And he's wearing like jeans and a grey jacket Like nothing to hide his appearance Got a white shirt No one's like where's Marco <laughs> He left the mansion <laughs> He's got to take photos God damn that anti-upskirt I think security the other thing we were kind of pointing off it was, it was literally about 20 metres away from yeah. the, yeah, that's the right. camera Click we had no zoom. He had to stand up close. It's <laughs> a prime lens. Man, the CIA on a budget. We can't give you that. The funniest thing after this is like he gets captured or he gets found out and he brings him to, um, to uh, Alex. 
and then he does this escape routine, hits the guy, takes a gun and runs. Everyone tries to shoot him and he's 20 meters away. They cannot hit this guy because he's like faster than like, the, he's a 100 meter runner. Gets in a car and through a Malaysian jungle, A, does not break the car, B, no bullets hit this car for 20 minutes and avoids every other tree and truck on the road. And does not break his neck because that car is going over some rough, some rough roads. I was wondering if they modified it because it was just bumping, oh, bumping wheels, over yeah, yeah. the bumps. And the other the bad guys were driving like, um, like jeeps, jeeps and stuff. Looks like they've got a camera to the side of the car or something because you mm. see that that mm. um, left hand wheel. And uh, yeah, that, that thing is rocking and rolling. Excellent, Poor. excellent scene. I thought here this is like some good stuff. Poor suspension, actually. Uh, Marco getting into the car does like <laughs> fucking like feet first. That drive. was him, right? Yeah, that was him. Duke's yeah. a hazard, man. Really, like incredible. He would have been having to go fast enough, stick his feet out, like the momentum to carry him. Keep yeah, keep his body straight, tuck his arms in. It was incredible. It was yeah. like he was a midget or something. He just kind of went boo. Well, this is one of the things you don't really practice because the more you do it, the tighter you get. Yeah, yeah. You just. I wonder how many it. cuts they did to it. Hopefully, hopefully just one. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, like it was a really because he went full pace. He ran at that car, you know. You can't just hop in that thing. Yeah. So it was a really yeah. Give that for the the stuntman. But um, after a while, they decide we've got to put some bullets in the car. And they break one of the back windows, and then he gets pulled up by a roadblock, and they shoot the front window and still miss him. <laughs> and you know, like he gets out of the car, and they're like, "No, we want him alive!" So he's just running from everybody, and eventually they circle him with he's guns. In the weird pond or the stream, whatever it is, he crashes into there, doesn't he? This is the stupidest formation is when you're surrounding a guy and all of you have got fully automatic machine guns pointed directly at the guy in the middle of the circle. Bad formation. Because if he ducks, you're all dead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Even if he doesn't duck, he's just standing there. Someone's dying. Somebody's going to die. Because those guys are going to go right through him. They've proven they can't shoot straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have just shot a fire off. <laughs> Fire a shot off. If there's that great Family Guy episode where um, they're, I don't know what movie they're parodying, but they're just like shooting everywhere, like they're <laughs> waving their guns around in the air. Stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. No, it was at that Taken one. You could have been. And then he ga- he gives the he gives this look off camera. It's kind of like ah, I'm fucked. <laughs> and then cut to Iron Angels, just chilling by the pool. Pretty much. I don't know what they're doing. No, no, no they went. It, they were at the hotel, and um, Peter got called at the hotel. Your friend Marco's been captured. No, he, was, he was taking pictures. They're all drinking like different colored cocktails. <laughs> they're drink, they're, no, they're eating out of a... Because Elaine had just gone with um, with uh, with Peter, but um, Alex and Moon, they're... they're uh, sorry, um, what, Alex and Moon, they've got these big watermelons and they're drinking, eating out of these massive watermelons by the pool. That was, an, that was a different scene. It is funny. Yeah, though, I'm almost... That's not how I remember it. No, <laughs> no they did the... At the hotel, Peter gets called then Peter goes to the army camp and in the next scene they're doing the nipple torture with the electricity oh what a stunt yeah and then in the art scene after that um alligator we'll just, clamps we'll just keep going through clamping clamping the nipples you don't need to see that that was <laughs> here's some batteries that, that was some batteries some some good some good eye acting torture scene i will say though just before we go on that scott made a funny joke which is every time you see the iron angels in the hotel they're drinking from a more elaborate fruit. <laughs> it's like, true. this is a carved pineapple. And here we've got a carved cantaloupe. Next is going to be a carved durian. But then that tastes like shit. So. Everybody's like, <laughs> This is true. So then um, the scene after Marco's disappeared, then the Iron Angel's boss, which is an old white guy. <laughs> Rufus Norris. Back of a car. 
And then there was the most atrocious parking scene yes. oh. as well next to the bridge. I don't know what, what city they're supposed to be in. No one could like because oh, reta- someone is clearly double like parked over the line, and this someone's parked next to the them. The worst parallel parking ever. It's like <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just I was so this is like a herringbone formation. So they're slanted car parks, and they're going down the car park the right way. So obviously the you, they're made for you to drive into. This motherfucker reverses in next to the other car. None of the other cars are in their lanes. This place is fucked. <laughs> Clearly, it's like Westerners that are trying to park in a Hong Kong car park. Don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what What also amuses me the most is the fact that you you focus more on this parking scene than the entire intro to this movie. Yeah. It's pretty fucking funny because it's so unintentional. It's just like I didn't even, they didn't even bother checking. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. Also, the, the torturer scene, the torturer, where he cranks the dial up, he's like got the big eye acting. Like, <laughs> this is fucking great. Good eye acting in this movie. It looks uh, that must have just got him for like hours. Just now, look up, look left, <laughs> look right, look shocked, more shocked. Open we're, not, we're not paying you for this. Perfect, keep that face. <laughs> but uh, when, when he um, uh, uh, Peter comes in, he's like, the, the guy's like, "Hey, I told you not to torture him. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here!" You Sorry, guys. boss. You know the men. <laughs> These knuckleheads. <laughs> They're so, not invited to dinner. Yeah. So the Iron Angels. <laughs> Old white guy boss says, hey, we heard from our friends at the CIA that Marco's been captured. We're pretty sure that the yeah, guy you're staying with... That's nice that. We're pretty sure. And, and, and he goes, what do you mean by pretty sure? And he goes, yeah, we're pretty yeah, sure. This is Alex Fong's lifetime friend, Peter. Are you sure? P- pretty sure. We're pretty sure. We're pretty sure. Why don't you go, you know, rifle through his shit and yeah. see? Yeah, just trust the data. We're pretty sure. Also, at some point, we have a, a shot of Peter watching Hitler footage. Oh, this, yeah. I mean, can you make this guy more evil? It's evil. Mind like, cut. He's, he's sitting there watching black and white footage. Hitler going, yeah. Drinking his drink. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we got to add that, uh, <laughs> that the one time Alex gets out of his, you know, denim jacket, he dresses up in freaking salmon. He's <laughs> a fashion oh, icon. Yeah. White, white pants, salmon tucked in polo shirt. It's the Asian version of Miami Vice. It really is. Oh yeah, <laughs> loafers. I'm pretty sure he's not wearing socks. <laughs> and he's just casually by the pool. Gets a phone taken to him. Different phone. No, yeah. he has to go to the phone, doesn't he? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Every all the girls get the phones brought to them, but Alex has to get off his butt and it's walk like, hey, to the phone. Come to the f- <laughs> the most elaborate, like one of those old fashioned curved phones. He's just talking into it. Yeah, see, yeah, I can listen. Let's see. Has he, has he discovered the the secret room yet? Peter? Uh, uh, yes. This, this is the next scene that he goes He in. moves the statue, moves the bookcase, and it's like there's a tiny little computer room in there. Messages waiting. Notifications. In English. Oh, yeah, we're going to start that war now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Signed your pal, the general. And then, yeah. he, what, and then he pushes the uh, video into the VCR. Yes. Yeah. The giant and, and VCR. The Hitler, yeah, video the Hitler. And the Hitler. It's a oh, bad guy. On yeah. the big oh, screen bad TV. guy. On the label, it said Hitler's Greatest Hits Volume 4. <laughs> <laughs> Evil. Uh, uh, and then the next scene that you get like uh, Peter with his uh, tied up jacket. Oh, that yeah. That's when he comes back with Elaine, I think. Uh, so Alex then goes to meet up with Moon and goes, Peter's oh, yeah. a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Here's the note. Oh, okay. Yep. And then, then they go, should we tell Elaine? 
Probably. Probably. Didn't they literally say, you know her, she'll do something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she'll yeah. fuck it up for us. And then literally <laughs> the next scene, Peter's getting on the, in the on top of his private helicopter to take off. And you see, you see Elaine run at this helicopter and leap onto the, as it's about eight feet in the air, because she can dunk now apparently, um, grabs onto the, the leg of the helicopter and then just rides it to wherever they're going. And the helicopter significantly goes, whoop. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it takes the weight of her when she jumps onto it. And, like, <laughs> and they wouldn't notice that. And she's changing the camera clothes now. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. yeah, very quickly. In the seven and a half seconds it took for Alex to walk to that helicopter, she's just she's gone. made her mind up. She stopped crying. She wants yeah. to see for herself. Well, you said, ah, you know, he's a bad guy. He's the leader of a terrorist organization. And she said, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got a Bullshit. Note. We're pretty sure. <laughs> We're pretty sure. I don't believe you. I hate you. Stop ruining my life. You're just jealous. Because <laughs> he takes her out like, to like, the beach and they're having like long walks on the beach. and you know, He's rich, he's powerful, and he's vulnerable. He's a very sensitive man. And he he's has a sweater vest. <laughs> yeah. See, I, this was really interesting because he's got his sweater on his back and the arms are coming around the front, both of them. And... There was like a sleeve tuck that I've not seen in such great detail to show you how to keep the hands together just above your navel. It's like a hug in a jumper form. (laughs) Yeah. Except it's from an asshole, so you don't want it. (laughs) It's like you have to roll the cuffs up. It's just if I ever wanted to give somebody the impression that I was evil, that I would do this cuff tuck. And walk around with the, with the jumper. But everyone who has like this preppy <laughs> look is, is someone you can't trust in yeah. a movie. Sometimes, maybe that's what I want to portray sometimes. You know, the next time we all go out, we're going to have sweaters around. We're gonna <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite part is he goes out at nighttime wearing the freaking sweater again, like just up for his shoulder, hops in the helicopter and flies off. You're really hot with that on. Also, uh, Cuff Tuck's name in a new band, Christian's playing drum. Cuff Tuck. <laughs> He does take it off at one point, off his shoulders. And yeah, when, when they land he, in, he the fire, in the like, jungle, he handed it to the guy next to him. Oh, I can't wear that in my scene. <laughs> I don't want to look weak to his dog I thought he was going to put it on. I was like, no. Oh, it's chilly here in the jungle at night. <laughs> Cuff tuck sounds like a bit of a sex move. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like an insult. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you the good old cuff tuck. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is and I don't want it. Oh, you don't want it, but I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Nipple cribble, the cuff tuck. <laughs> That's it, we're forming a band. <laughs> cuff tuck. <laughs> so Elaine uh, runs under the, the hut and puts a supersonic microphone to hear what's going on and hears the, uh, the death of Marco. The no, Marco's back and forth. He's asking for it, like literally asking for it. He's like, yeah, go on, pull the trigger. Like, you're go on, pull pussy. Come on, wimp. You're not going to fucking do that. You're going to join us, Marco? Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, there's nothing. Could, I reckon he should have just said, yes, I will join you. Give me a gun and some gear and equipment and show me where to stand. It would be a good addition. Instead, says, instead of just there. dying yeah. like that. <laughs> that's, that's it. Or he could have said, I need to go home and get changed first. <laughs> And didn't leave the country. <laughs> you can trust me. All my clothes are in Hong Kong. I got to go. <laughs> I believe in your cause implicitly. Hail, Peter. Viva <laughs> la revolution. <laughs> can anyone actually yell when they're being shot? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, you don't die immediately. We kind of shot him in the middle of his chest. So I, I like, assume his lungs would have got the air knocked out. Like of you shot him twice, anticipate so. so much that you can actually yell. I think he was more yelling at the betrayal than the pain. Mm. He's kind of like, His best acting scene yet. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend. Peter. The the long like hold that they have on his face with his eyes. Just like. Before he falls backwards. For for more than five seconds. Good eye acting. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was pretty good. And it's he old Shaw Brothers coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went to uni together, you prick. You owe me $80. And then we get introduced to one of possibly the greatest characters in the Iron Angels franchise. Her name is Karen. She is. She, oh, we'll, we'll just quickly. So, um, Elaine's outside listening. Obviously, she gets found out. Has a bit of back and forth. Beats up a few people. Quite, quite decent little fight scenes, but gets captured. Yes, she has a decent fight scene with. Um, I don't know. Like he's a sub boss. He's kind of like this. Uh, this pale looking malaria guy. <laughs> are, you, are you talking about? Oh, not the major. The other guy. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, not the, the major. Lieutenant nipple Commander torture guy. guy. He no, not the nipple torture guy. It's like one of his offhanders, and he comes in, and you can kind of tell because everything like it's a wide or mid or wide shot, and they set him up, and obviously when they start fighting, he's legit, right? And it's not until him and the other sub boss join in to fight. Um, Elaine that she gets the kick the, the shit kicked out of her and she puts up a good showing oh yeah and she does this cool flip from like a table really yeah, she, acrobatic she, and she was actually winning against both of them and then she got you know surrounded by the guys with guns with their typical circle yeah. formation that, that this army seems to <laughs> yeah, that's they just run around. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, this Karen character she gets like we're sending our best we've we got to do the setup though Sorry. so he calls them goes Oh, yeah, uh, now Elaine's disappeared. She hopped on a helicopter with Peter and hasn't come back. Okay, I'll send in Karen. <laughs> she Karen. wants to see the manager. Who is, <laughs> as far as I can tell, is an actress called Karina. Who has, is she a wrestler? Because she, she, she looks like a wrestler. She looks like a wrestler, kind of. But um, she has awesome eyes. No, like cat eyes almost. Yeah. And she's, her name is Karina or something. And she is incredible in this movie and Iron Angels 3. And that's it, as far as I can tell. So I don't know if she's a Malay... Uh, minor Actress celebrity or there, or, singer yeah. or something. I don't, I don't know, know any other info, but she's she looks she looks very. She reminds me of Deborah Sims in a weird way. She has like a, a different look. She Eurasian, got that dark Eurasian kind of look, mm. dark smoky eyeshadow around and her like eyes. The kind of cat, like with cat's eyes or something. Yeah. When she very first serious. walked in, I thought she was going to say, "I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's Terminator. very. She is definitely a Karen. Don't fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> She drives a Porsche too, yeah. But she yeah, that's up. right. Yeah. She's having a Porsche. She's like, all right, this is what we're doing. And she sets the plan up. Got all the weapons. <laughs> I love like, you know, these are the Iron Angels. You got Alex Fong and Moon Lee, And then they're just looking at the map and looking at Karen. Just going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, we're good to do that. And then Karen brings two, two Malaysian ninja as backup. Uncredited. Yeah. Un- Sherpas. Yeah, the, what are they Sherpas. like? Trackers or something, right? Yeah. Because they're not wearing, are they wearing shoes? They're not wearing shoes, man. One and of them is like flip flops. This is this is the the my favorite bit in this whole movie because it's so stupid. They they're in the helicopter hovering above the jungle. You know they like Karen and and Moon rope both rope down and Alex ropes down with his giant freaking machine gun and you know string of bullets and shit. And these two, they 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 just jump out of the fucking helicopter. <laughs> Okay. And we're not like low hovering over the ground. They're literally hovering 20 feet above the trees. And they, they just jump on. without shoes on. And, and we shit. kind of get an extended signal of them climbing down the trees, which is cool, I guess. Yeah. But it's like, it was cool, but a bit long. The whole scene reminds me of when... The whole scene reminds me of in Predator when they first arrive in the jungle. And then the next thing you know, these guys are just jumping down the trees with no, you know... To be fair, these guys rock up and like, oh, they're probably going to be killed straight away. They're cannon fodder. Yeah, they, like, they last I thought a while. That too. Yeah, you're right. I did think they would be cannon fodder, but yeah. They do okay. They weren't. Mm. I expected more kind of like covered in mud and like Rambo 
come out slicing. You get a fairly extended scene of them walking through the, the jungle. Or the can I, can or I just say, through this entire movie, I can. Uh, the, the one thing that does not happen in this jungle is get splattered with mud or anything. The cleanest the, jungle the ever. The cleanest jungle ever. The cleanest army in the jungle ever. They're all wearing freshly pressed, you know, Not that humid, apparently. Not, yeah. not it looks sweaty. more like a park than a jungle. <laughs> yeah. Someone's backyard. Alex Fong, is, he can't be sullied by dirt. He's untouchable. Just bounces off. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Teflon. So from like this point on, this is like pretty much as soon as they uh, get out of there, where's everybody? It's all, all action, all Rambo all style action. action. Guns, explosions, many rounds, many rounds, some fights. It's good. They do the the, the you know the little setups for the scenes to come. So um, I think it's Karen with the binoculars, and she's looking across the camp. She spies <laughs> the giant shed stuffed to the brim with weapons, and you're like, "That's going to blow up." <laughs> and then she finds a lookout tree, and it's got a ladder, and she's looking at the ladder, and she keeps going up the ladder. And she keeps going up, and we're going. How fucking tall is this tree? It's pretty tall. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, it's like a fifteen it second. Like, like fifteen seconds. There is a director. Shot. There's a director or editor just chuckling to themselves in the back <laughs> yeah. room. And then um, she gives the glasses to someone else. Uh, the binoculars, and they go whoop, and go straight. Yeah, the moon just looks at the top. It's like oh, okay, I found her. You're like, what the fuck? She's really good at where's Wally. <laughs> <laughs> they all oh, they did do in the jungle. The Sherpa guys they kill a snake, and it's like a real. Oh snake. yeah, oh yeah, I forgot bad. about that. Because it writhes on the ground is like actually writhing. So there's there's our second animal cruelty for the year. Oh, because the first one would have been um, Millionaire's Express where they're dragging the pig. <laughs> oh. Yeah, by the ears. <laughs> I think this one's worse though. They, they kill a snake. I just expected it to do like um, Van Damme in Hard Target, where he grabs a snake and punches it. And that would, that would have been funnier and probably less cruel. <laughs> uh, circa nineteen eighty eight. No. <laughs> So yeah, so, um, so so they do the one awesome plan. Let's split up. <laughs> they, they, were, they were nodding and go right, and I was like, "What do you mean go right? Where?" I would have been like, <laughs> "How?" I actually did some calculations on this thing, and um, there's actually more explosions than there were buildings. So I don't know what the hell they were blowing up. <laughs> this is true. Because these people are just spontaneously combusting or something like that. Explosive trees. <laughs> there's a lot of shooting, a lot of throwing the grenades and blowing stuff up. And for some reason, when she Oh, I think it was um, Karen blows up um, one of the, you know, um, huts. And then Alex stands there in front of it with her, just firing machine guns at people that are running out on fire. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got to put them out of their misery kind of thing. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> and I was just like counting how many people are doing a flip as they're oh, on yeah, fire so, yeah. over and over and again. And getting shot. Yeah. It's bad enough I'm on fire. Now I'm going to do a flip. Flip. Of a corkscrew. Also, Alex, for like a good 15 minutes, he, they cut to him. He's standing there, like legs spread apart with a big machine gun going, slow motion going. Oh, so I fucking do something. That's all he's doing. They cut to his face. He's doing the Rambo, like, kind of face. And they, just, they cut back to Karen and Elaine fighting. Uh, <laughs> he's still firing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Karen, then, Karen actually does this thing where she's just walking through the jungle and it shows, like, it shows her walking through and then she's just firing. And then it shows to the, the, the shot goes to in front of her, and there's just like this wall of guys just doing like um, I don't know if you ever you remember have you guys seen Spaceballs when um, they they shoot her hair and she's like and she shoots the stormtroopers they're all lined up and they're just jing jing dancing and flipping and um <laughs> anyway anyway. That's a lot of movie, other movies you're referencing for this movie. Hard Target, Spaceballs. Yeah. That's how you watch films. It's like, oh, this is Hard Target now. Masters of the Universe. Here we go. 
<laughs> Dolph will make it to this podcast one day, I swear. Um, he's probably in a Shaw Brothers film somewhere along the way. So Moon gets some weird um, flying fox type gadget that helps her go from the bottom to the top. Pretty it's cool. Like, it's like an electric thing that drives her up to the top. She might and as well have a big target on her body saying, I, shoot I me. Yeah, didn't realize at the time when they were doing the whole ladder, ladder up to the to lookout thing that the lookout is actually where they're holding Elaine <laughs> up there with some person. She shoots the guy first, the guard, right? With yeah, like with, a with like a crossbow. And he, ha- he has a terrifying death. Of, All the way down. Oh, the string. I'm watching, looking for the you string. You don't see him land, so I assume he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah how's <laughs> the stunt man? <laughs> for reals. <laughs> at, this, at this point, they finally realize they're being attacked and they start to shoot back. And uh, so I think Moon gives Elaine the flying fox type gizmo to go down first. So while she's on her way down, they start firing up at Moon. With bazooka. And, and then eventually they break the flying fox and um, Elaine falls slightly through a little small roof, a little bit above the ground. And then um, they fire the bazooka up at this giant tree thing and Moon has to jump from the top of this tree and at this point we've noted that the ladder scrolling went up pretty high and we're talking this tree must be i want to say like five stories high or something and literally while she, she jumps off and she's falling through the air and it's enough that we've got three different camera sets tracking her shot as she falls through um you know the air and she's 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 must be falling for at least five seconds before she's like waving her arms for a very waving long her time. Arms. It <laughs> almost looked like she was going to flip at one point when she fell down, mm-hmm. and then we, then it cuts, and she falls through the top of the roof of this building and lands onto like chest first, chest oh. on all oh, and hits her legs and the chest on the side of like the ammunition dump thing, oh. and we're like, the height of that falling through she would broken her legs at well, least. The, so she lands the ammunition pile and yeah, then she and then, flips backwards. And then hits mm. onto her Was that yeah, intentional? It just happened that the, the It, it kind of looked like she hit through the yeah. roof and it hit onto it and then fell yeah. down. Kind of like, oh, that's taking her fall, but it's like, from that height, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. would have broken dead. her legs yeah. at least. Hell of a stunt. I just want to point out, so something you said that made me laugh, Mike. Like, oh, after a while, the guys start firing back. It's almost like, hey, guys, I found the trigger. It's these things under here. <laughs> if you pull them, we can shoot back. It was. Yeah. Also, in the credits, the very final credit, but when it says the end, you see a shot of uh, Moon Lee jumping from the explosion from that tree, and her, her face is, oh, I don't know about this. And she's in mid-flight, like the explosion behind I her. I should have asked for more money. Yes, it's, it's like a, a look of, oh, I don't know about this. This is going to hurt, but not as much as my divorce later on in life. <laughs> oh, um, Scandal. Yeah, but you, obviously they must have done a shot where they've jumped from the tree onto whatever that's actually catching them and then done the second shot. So of she the recovers from her broken ribs pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's right. This, so this, they, they discover her in this room and decide to fire at her before one person points out, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's the ammunition room. Better not fire in there. Like all the boxes say danger in Malay on them. So. <laughs> yeah. And there's a big wall of boxes and I'm like, Who's gone through that wall of boxes? Someone's gone through it. No one does. No one. <laughs> That's it's, true. They have this. She ends up fighting Check like boxes. The, <laughs> the 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 sub bosses in this, and they get they get the end of it. And why, just before they get the the uh, the better better of her, Karen comes in and saves her. And this uh, she hit uh, a barrel, and it starts leaking all this fuel. And um, uh, Karen's dragging her out, and the guy shoots at uh, who's supposed to be dead and he sort of wakes up he wakes up like like eyes open because like. <laughs> karen comes and shoots him twice and he's like falls down then he sort of wakes up and goes grabs his gun shoots at him 
misses and he goes, well, screw this. It shoots the floor where the barrel is leaking. And you see the biggest explosion on planet Earth in 1988. Such a waste of an explosion. You don't actually know whether they died or not. Yeah, Karen and Moonley oh, are probably dead, right? Yeah. That's a you don't know. But, but leave it they ambiguous, come back yeah. to the next movie, right? Mm. This is uh, this fight with Moon Lee and the two sub bosses is probably one of the best fights I've seen, and definitely the best fight in the film mm-hmm. because Moon is just for legit serious. And there's some good flips going on. Oh, incredible! Like nice kicks and and good grunts and action. The one thing that kind of defied my expectation, and I'm going to say I was legit kind of surprised, was the sub boss with the shifty eyes is always looking around everywhere, looked like a weasel. Did not realize that he was like a good fighter. And he comes in and he just kicks the shit out of like Moon Lee. And to be fair, she'd already been like sliced and yes, yeah, <laughs> ribs. Her, her and ribs yeah. Else. Yeah. <laughs> she fell from a tree. <laughs> She's doing pretty good. But he took advantage of that, and that, that's what a good bad guy does. He's a good bad guy. And when he jumps, because she lands on the floor, and the bad guy jumps through the air, and that's when Karen decides to shoot him midair. That's what she does yeah. to managers when she finds them. <laughs> and he's jumping through. I honestly thought that she was going to shoot him and the force of the bullets was going to propel him back into the barrels and the whole thing was going to explode. We're all looking for a red barrel too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. There was a blue barrel. And video that video game explode. logic says the red barrel is going to explode. Uh, as I say, I, I think it would have been much nicer if he had have done his shots, missed... And, and, you know, fall down and oh, I missed them. And then they, like, reach around the corner and flick back a match or something into there. And they have a cool, and like, then, one-liner. Then he, and then he watch it, yeah. What's oh, a cool one-liner? Need a light or, or yeah. something. <laughs> you look cold. You oh, light up my life. <laughs> <laughs> we missed a bit where, um, and just before they, they start the attack, they all go and get some sentries out of the way. And Alex does this thing where he's got these three palm leaves. (laughs) Master of disguise. Master of disguise. You can't see me. (laughs) The magic thing about these palm leaves is he's walking with like, he's walking with them. And then at the last minute, just before he stabs someone, they just immediately disappear to the side. Peekaboo. It's like he's got four arms or something. Or an assistant. Holding them in front of him. Yeah. Because he keeps them with him and like, there's a scene after um, with this fight where um, uh, Peter's trying to um, trying to track him down, and he's got Elaine, and Elaine's injured. She steps in a bear trap. Yeah, yeah she just happens to be lying around. Yeah, this was the koalas. So he hides it. <laughs> <laughs> the drop bears. <laughs> so he hides. So mean. He hides her in this log and puts the the, the leaves that magically appear uh, so to hide her. They'll walk past and go, oh, nothing in there. <laughs> and um, then he does this thing where he's like done his Rambo impression. So he goes, starts taking out the last guy. Like, there's, <laughs> there's at least like eight of them and he takes them out one by one by like... He didn't hear hit, the rustling. Hit one and then run, run through the thing. And they're all like, where's he coming from next? Interesting thing here with him. Kill, he takes out all these guys with the knife. But except for only one, you don't see any of the gore. Like, not like, oh, I need to see the cuts. But for a fairly gory movie, like, is it though? You don't really see the stab. Well, for no fairly, guts. no, you don't there see are no innards coming out. You never see him stab anybody except the oh. last guy. Oh, it's all like red paint anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's fake. Well, sorry, for a fairly violent movie, you don't see that a lot of that. It's like implied that he's stabbing them. Yeah. Mm. And, and I feel as I said, like, he, he's got <laughs> down to the point where he's got like this tiny hand knife and there's like three of them. At that point, they know like there's, you know, one person running around. So what the fuck are they doing? I didn't think it was funny though when you ran out of bullets, Scott, you were like, it's time for business. <laughs> <laughs> 
You knew he was going to the knife, man. Yeah. It was so obvious. And then, like, he takes the last two guards out. Like, he stabs one and throws a knife in the chest of the guards. And then it's just Alex and Peter. And Peter's got his gun out. And he doesn't shoot him, does he? He's like, fight nah, me. because Alex is like, no, nah, you're fight. fucked. They yeah. strip it for a little bit. And it's like, all right, let's fight. Like The longest freaking stare off ever. Yeah, let's, let's fight in the waterfall. Mm. <laughs> Very I'm sure the concept around. of this would have been really good but the execution like I think it hampered them more than anything they're not because I, I don't think, think both of them the are martial itself, arts the, the actual hits and stuff were alright was, and it was pretty good it was the way that the directors edited to, it just trying to struggle of yeah, the friendship or trying something to make, exactly trying to, it's trying to do dramatize yeah Add to the drama and I and liked stuff. it, but yeah, it was a bit. Come it, on, it was too long. Fireworks you know the too long. Is that the fight was a bit of a brawl, and it was a shame because the first fight the two guys had was actually really good. It was like well choreographed with, with a hot dog cut. Yeah. Uh, so this one I was kind of a bit disappointed because well yeah. they're a bit knackered. I was kind of like, where are the ladies? <laughs> this is boring. Yeah, like Moon Lee is. Moon Lee and Karen are gone, <laughs> dead apparently. <laughs> And eventually they punched each other and, and you know chewed the blood bags in their mouth out <laughs> enough so to, much blood uh, so you, you much. literally get a slow motion punch across the face and he turns to the left and, and spits yeah. out the blood yeah. Adrian yeah. yeah I was impressed by like Peter's one when he gets punched in the face because he's obviously chewed it in his mouth and he's got that much in there that it spits out Coming, of his nose yeah. and starts running down that's a good stunt from the <laughs> or he actually legitimately punched him <laughs> yeah. well, got a live round in there and then like it gets to the point where Peter gets the upper hand and he grabs his gun because they're all like trying. They're both knackered. They're crawling towards this gun. Peter gets it first, stands up. Slow motion crawling in the water. <laughs> yeah. as well. And then he goes, um, you have to kill me now. I want you to kill me. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to. And Alex is like, no, I'm not going to. No, I can't. We're buds, him. man. Yeah. What, what the hell's going on? And then El- <laughs> yeah. Elaine sort of sees this from a distance and the way, because she doesn't hear what he's saying, he just she just sees he's him po- pointing the gun, yeah, yeah, and she grabs uh, uh, the last, um, the M60. biggest gun in the world, <laughs> and fires twice. Uh, oh, it was once, once or twice. No, it's a couple of times. Yeah, and shoots him in the back like a real man through and, tears, through tears. She's doing this, and um, yeah, um, it's sort of like Peter has this sort of look of um, shock, then sort of relief. Because it's his love that does it, man. And then, because he, he turns around, looks at her, and then, then he goes to fall, and it's, it stops. And then the next... Freeze frame. Freeze frame. And then a split screen comes from one side, and... Elaine with Elaine the gun. running towards him, and then that freezes. And then the split screen from the other side, a three, three split screen, first for us. A triple freeze frame. Triple three screen. And it's uh, Alex like- trying to catch him. Well, Alex was just like crying out emotionally and it was like a repeat of the scene that they just shot like again like it wasn't it was like repeating the thing from different that was the real yeah, love triangle then, yeah. then we get yeah. the credits yeah. with yeah. Uh, the highlights well that's what it makes me think you Alex know, you know what I mean interested in yeah, come, he was that, that's bro, the real man. secret behind the his, movie. He's cool bro, man. Yeah, Alex Fong like, in LA. Moon? Where's like, oh, where, nah. Can't you fit like another person there? Where's, where's, you know. <laughs> Moon's just sitting there having a smile. I, I don't understand the point of this This uh, cool, otherwise cool. No, the love frame. triangles between Karen, Moon and Elaine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's your real movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Girls get it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me get the, the credits <laughs> with all the highlights and some scenes that weren't in the movie. And another freeze frame at the end, <laughs> yeah. which is the aforementioned uh, Moon Lee going, oh, I don't want to jump. Oh, I love her battle face. Moon Lee has got one of the best battle faces. 
cool battle face. And that's that's movie. That is essentially, it. yeah. Okay, say, and I need more battle face. Music in this movie is excellent. Oh, it's exceptional, isn't it? It's one guy in a synthesizer going. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> you got the theremin and out cool, and shit as yeah, well. Yeah, got the theremin, got some drums. Uh, this is great. This is Travis. He's my niece. My, I mean, my nephew. And he's got oh, a Casio keyboard <laughs> and he's going to be writing the score. He's got an hour and a half to film, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my sound. <laughs> he couldn't get Axel Foley, right? <laughs> really, I really say, for this movie, there are a couple of small cuts where it's like someone is doing something and it's a tiny little cut of like, what, what happened Yeah, there? it's weird. Like, that was just a, a tiny little splice. A camera trick or something. Apparently, there's a couple of uh, edits of this film that have... 30 to 40 seconds extra or less depending on where the DVD or the cut you get the film from is. I don't know if, if our copy was... Uh, the Malaysian the copy. The Malaysian or the, the Hong Kong or the Czechoslovakian or whatever. <laughs> there, there's, there's 30 to 40 seconds difference, which doesn't sound like a lot, but could be... What was Malaysian know? film standards like? Were they allowed to show like gore or nudity? I, mean, or? If, uh, I don't think this is the Malaysian cut. I think it's the Mayar cut, which is probably the Hong Kong one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then Malaysian one would just be like, oh, anything like a vaguely sexy or something, just like cut... Oh, uh, then yeah, they wouldn't you just be able to get a bikini a, shot. A massive hole or something, and then you, you don't explain it. Massive mm. hole. Yeah. You remember that time we were at the beach? No, I don't. That <laughs> didn't happen. Cut. Everyone wears overalls at the beach. I'm it's normal. We're talking segment here, and we can edit this out or keep going with it. So it's around the table. Thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumbs in the middle. Start with Christian. Um, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Rachel? Three thumbs up. <laughs> Mike? That sounds uh, dirty. I don't get. I relationship do you have? I don't get this segment, so I'm just gonna say something silly. The middle thumbs thumb. up. <laughs> thumbs up from Mike. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. No, I'll keep it dirty. Thumb up the bum. <laughs> thumb in a durian. <laughs> that was pretty great. I, I like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Do you want to keep that segment for the rest? Of the Absolutely. Yeah. Entertaining. It was good paced action throughout. I never felt bored. And you know what the, the beautiful thing I love about these Hong Kong films is that we're watching it in the way they were designed to be watched, which, which is with other people who also enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I were to sit down they and watch this film fun, at home... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you take your, your buddies from school or whatever or your girlfriend and you go and you check it out and it's like, oh, that's bullshit. Look at Alex Fong. Oh, he's so good looking though. <laughs> uh, you know, like that kind of shit. It's, it's Do you think it was better, worse or average than the first movie? Uh, I don't think it had the same because I knew what to expect because I'd seen the first movie whereas the first movie was like a bolt out of the blue Ikari Oshima was really good in that first one too she was a good villain yeah didn't she eat like bread with sauce or something I, I remember, remember eating bread with like tomato sauce and I, I was just like, remember being stuck in a building for a very long time and feeling claustrophobic yeah yeah but I, I like Ikari Oshima I think she's really cool hmm. I can't really remember I, I, I like this one though so I don't know I'm gonna go is there uh, anything in the film that you would do at home that you'd want to do after seeing it? Oh, jump out of a helicopter. Jump in the car. <laughs> yeah. Scott does that in GTA all the time. You want to jump into a car like yeah, Marco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the door. Just jump <laughs> in the car. I need to go. No! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Just turn in the car park and see if anyone notices. <laughs> jump in the wrong car, smash the window. <laughs> they lied about the generally... I secretly want to reverse park in a herringbone car park <laughs> like Do a fucking savage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm a prick. Yes. <laughs> See, nowadays you'll get posted in a, on Facebook for being an asshole. Yeah. yeah, but that only counts if somebody sees the <laughs> yeah, post. Totally. I mean, like, I don't know what they are. Some, someone's out there. They're going to they're gonna find your car and take a photo. I'm an iron angel, bitch. <laughs> Mikey, Chris? Um, I did like, there was a, a, I think it was Elaine that 
ran, grabbed a stick and swung around and booted, like double booted into like... Oh, yeah, shoulders. that's right. That was oh, a good swing. That was the, like, the stripper pole swing. Yeah, stripper pole swing. At various times, um, Alex also swings in on vines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's his thing. He swings. Ah, kick. Uh, that's pretty good. I like the vine swing. He also, swings. sorry to interrupt. Christian, you can go next, but my stunt is uh, uh, eating from a pineapple. <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, actually, mine's kind of on par with Scott's. Mine's sort of a double. I'd love to be able to go to um, a hotel and have every different phone brought out to me to take calls. You get a call, Mr. Bishop. You know, while, wearing, while wearing the most boss leather jacket. Uh, sorry, denim jacket ever. Yeah, all these patches. I need a new phone every time you come <laughs> to me. There should be different phones, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I want a denim jacket with all different phones attached to it. Well, we all do. <laughs> just don't work and just staple with a phone jacket. All the, all, all the patches just like um, recharge credit for you. <laughs> Actually, legit thing that I would want to do as a kid when I saw this film is there's a scene when Elaine does an aerial off the top of a table, an aerial being like a cartwheel with no hands. I would seriously have tried to do that in my, my teenage years. You can try it now. What? No, I'm too old. I would die. Just don't <laughs> hit the aircon, you bro. Do you hear about that? There was. See, this is what sets me. This is what reminds me of my age. I heard about a dad that tried to do a backflip to show off to his his family. Fucking died. Oh really? Broke his neck. Broke his Jesus neck. Fuck. Christ. Yeah. Like, I literally was going to learn how to do a backflip. You just fell over the gate like in that video. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> no, this is, see, when you reach our age, we do it off pool. In the pool. In yeah. the pool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure it's not the cross. You do it the long way. Yeah. <laughs> see, in my 20s, it would have gone on TikTok. In my 40s, it's in my obituary. <laughs> it's fucked. So which stunt uh, do we think hurt the most? Uh, fire. Yeah, catch fire flip. Fire. Uh, I flip Alligator clamps To the fucking nipples Bear trap Yeah well, You reckon that was real? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that was fake Alligator and, and clamps I reckon, are real I reckon the nipples were fake Because they They, um, oh, they didn't actually see the clamping Oh you really? You reckon? I, I reckon they filed I them down Because real alligator that. clamps Will hurt No oh. well the, When he did the clamp They yeah. cut they cut the with, at the point of the clamping. So that's, that's that's Maybe they had a stunt chest. Yeah, I like they some, put the rubber thing some on freak top. that yeah, like, actually well, likes pain. It's going to be over them. Okay. The stunt nipples. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a piece of I bacon. I think jumping from that freaking tree would have been like oh, crazy yeah. stunt. Yeah. Sorry, I retract. Marco driving that car on that, that bumpy road and going... <laughs> like my neck is like, oh, God damn, that looks bad. It reminds me of Ace Ventura though when he's like rocking around the car and the car's <laughs> just going straight <laughs> I actually do that when I have uh, my missus in the car and she looks at me, what are you doing? <laughs> Pull over, let me out. Uh, all right. Do we have any other segments or is that it? Uh, Rachel, start, start you think the hurt the most? Hey. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> all the explosions, I don't know. The many explosions, that, that was good. How would you describe this movie in one sentence? Explosions. Oh, we didn't do that. It, it, is, it, is it describe the movie or how would you sell this movie? Ah, both. Explosions. That's usually at the beginning. You can't yeah, use explosions because Michael Bay has that. Yeah. But explosions! Michael Bay has spinny explosions. <laughs> they give you vertigo and like diarrhea at the same time. <laughs> Rambo and Predator leaning on a, a keyboard. <laughs> keyboard. Why a keyboard? The soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like a keyboard? Yeah, like a typing You rip keyboard. all the keys out or something. Yeah. WSD, WSD. A, a Casio scored Rambo. <laughs> a Korg. Sorry, we totally forgot that. Anyway, whatever. We'll do it now. Describe yes. this movie in one sentence. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Did you do yours, Mikey? Um, I don't know. It, it felt like it. 
Charlie's Angels Go Bush. Charlie's <laughs> Angels Go Bush. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Heroes Shed No Mascara. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of that movie. Yeah. In my, uh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty um, good. Uh, how would I describe this movie in one sentence? Um, the Malaysian Ministry of Information <laughs> presents... How great is Kuala Lumpur? Come to Kuala Lumpur. Hug a koala. P.S. No, no koalas allowed. <laughs> There's a couple of shots that's like paid for by the Malaysian Tourism Ministry. <laughs> Clearly. All of them. Yeah. Where is the core centre? I want to lodge a complaint. No, I'm just kidding. Pretty good. Actually, there is a there is this thing where he's telling him about the how he makes... Um, all these products and stuff and it just got, it looks like it's been cut straight from like you know instructional it, video yeah. <laughs> orientation video welcome to the plant we made palm oil <laughs> you know no rachel i'm just no because it's so terrible it's the way it's that part is just blatant glowing endorsement of the film <laughs> uh so yes uh that was iron angels 2 um next week iron angels 3 mm. yeah, oh there you go in three years <laughs> in three years time yeah so, if anyone wants to get in touch with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Email. Uh, email. Got a suggestion, got a complaint. Has anything come through lately? Uh, yeah, we get a few comments every now and again. I make a couple of snide remarks and people are just <laughs> like, yeah, I like that film too. And I'm like, awesome. What's that new um, site we're on now that you... Oh, it's a, well, it's a new group. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't know, Hong Kong Cinema Lovers or something like that. Um, we're pretty boss on that yeah no it's pretty cool actually because they, they watch a lot of the um, old school Hong Kong action films like the Shaw Brothers and that and it's a really good community so they post films like uh, Come Drink With Me and to actually be a part of the group you have to answer a quiz on you know like Hong Kong action movies oh, you so no, no fakers uh, yeah exactly and they, they, what, what are the answers <laughs> what are the answers hey? no it's pretty well it's I, I don't know if it's the same for everyone but I had to kind of show off my bona fides <laughs> by referencing a an old school Hong Kong film that I really love like uh uh, Drunken Master 2 <laughs> It's not Because that's too commercial Because um, like, uh, they, they'd have uh, 20 questions And 19, 19 of the answers Are actually Jackie Chan so it's <laughs> No Jackie Chan Well you know, I, I went deep cut I was like Battle wizard bitch They're like <laughs> Rumble in the Bronx Poser We're doing Rumble in the Bronx Next week <laughs> Like Cannonball Run Cross <laughs> Oh we have to do Cannonball Run at one stage Oh yeah Dolph Lundgren And Cannonball Run 4 <laughs> Jesus He was in Kindergarten Cop 2 I didn't know that It's not a joke it's not an Asian action film. It's not. It's, it's got elements of Asian action in it. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.